Welcome to the Randy Selzer Real Estate Podcast, where we discuss important topics for buyers, sellers, and investors in the Toronto area real estate market. Here's your host, Randy Selzer. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to my YouTube channel and welcome back to the podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. Emily Misk is uh, our guest today, and she's actually in the mortgage business. She runs a company called Port Credit Mortgages in the heart of Port Credit. And she is also a Port Credit resident. And she is also a director of the Port Credit BIA, the Port Credit Business Improvement Association. So welcome, Em. Nice to have you on board today. Hi, Randy. Thanks for having <laughs> me. It's great no, to be here. No problem. It's our pleasure, really. Um, so we're going to talk about Port Credit today because I know you're an expert and you're super involved with the Port Credit BIA. And it's one of my favorite parts of Mississauga, uh, having been a long time Mississauga resident. We go down there all the time. It's just, it's like a different world. I don't know. To me, it's like a resort. And um, I don't know. I don't want to offend any other parts of Mississauga. It's a beautiful city. There's many great parts of Mississauga, but I think Port Credit on balance is definitely my fave. And, yeah, I totally agree with you. Okay. So um, that's what we're going to talk about today. This is just a sort of a freewheeling chat about the, I guess it was formerly a village of Port Credit that be eventually it became, came, um, you know, became part of Mississauga. And I know there's a lot mm -hmm. of history here, but mm -hmm. I'm going to turn it over to you. We can talk and I'm going to ask you some questions. And I know you guys are at the BIA are super involved with the community. And mm -hmm. we can talk about the, maybe Port Credit's past a little bit, uh, a little bit about its, its current, uh, you know, the current world of Port Credit, and maybe a little bit about what's happening in the future. Absolutely. And so we can talk about that. Okay. Yeah, sounds great. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, tell us a little bit about, I mean, I know, I don't know that much. I know it goes way back into like the 1800s or something mm -hmm. where I was it like a trading post or something. Yeah, uh, exactly. So, I mean, parts of Port Credit are iconic, I would say, within the Mississauga radius or area as well as beyond. Um, so yes. some things to think about are, so you're right, it was a village of Port Credit and um, on our street, which, you know, is um, fine to say is Wesley, that we had, mm -hmm. um, we still have the original home towards the front of Lakeshore. It's just Wesley and Lakeshore and that's the old mayor's house. So there was a mayor of Port Credit and, I, and yeah, it's, I it's did right not there. Know. Uh, yeah, you see, so I did, I did not know that. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then another major, I would say, you know, landmark is, or the most predominant landmark, I would say, is our lighthouse. And the lighthouse is um, something that you'll find all throughout Port Credit. Often uh, new condo developments will have a little lighthouse on them. My son goes around counting the lighthouses when we're driving down Lakeshore, because if you do look, you will find them. They're in paintings. They're, um, you know, all along the lakeshore and the walk walking areas. They're in built into the playgrounds in the architecture of the community. And obviously the most predominant one is the beacon, the actual lighthouse, which has a beautiful red, yes. um, you know, I guess awning or roof and can be seen from far, far away. And it is used for traditional purposes. But now we also have our BIA office located within the actual lighthouse, yes. as well as we have what we call Queen Bee's Landing. Um, and that is where we showcase um, all sorts of things for Port Credit. You know, seasonally, we'll put 
fall themes and and people love to come and take photos or sit in the um, Muskoka chairs and actually just watch the lake. Um, you know, so it's a very beautiful area. And I would say the lighthouse probably is the most defining feature. Absolutely. Of course, we have so many areas uh, in the area that are, you know, key to defining Port Credit and it's, I would say, unique um, qualities. Well, I know that uh, the boundaries, I actually looked this up because I wasn't 100% mm-hmm. sure. I know, I think the northern edge of it is the the rail tracks. The, the yes. main, uh, was it CPR rail tracks? Yep. And the, the southern, southern edge is the Lake Ontario. So you're, cause it's yep. right on, on the lake. On the west end, I think it goes to about Sean Mars, something like that. You, uh, Rhododendron yep, Gardens exactly. in around yep, there somewhere. Exactly, Rhododendron Gardens. And the east yep. end, I have no idea. Somewhere out there. It actually a, there, <laughs> stops at a little, there's a port credit sign yeah. and it's actually directly outside my office and it's one block further than that. So it's, it is a small area and it, it is, is a relatively. very desired area. I know oftentimes, you know, people in Mineola or people in Lauren Park will say they live in Port Credit and yes, um, they don't. <laughs> so it's a beautiful area in Lauren Park and Mineola. There's absolutely nothing um, negative about that, but it's yes. not within the boundaries. They are different boundaries if they are north or if they are more west. Um, they are very desirable areas. In fact, right. maybe more desirable to some, but it's just a different area. And yep. Port Credit is very explicit or d- defined in its tracks. Right, right. We're going to talk about mm-hmm. tracks in a little while too, because there's okay. a big story there. Um, <laughs> so I did look it up. So now I know where the eastern boundary is. That's terrible. I've been in real estate all these years. Where's the eastern boundary of Port Credit? I would have to just throw a dart at the map, but now I got a pretty good idea. Yeah. Um, and it is definitely different. I mean, we know Lauren Park and, you know, and Clarkson and Mineola mm-hmm. to the north. And I guess it's Lakeview to the east. They're all different. Each part of Mississauga has its own character. But I, I'm going to go back to what I said at the beginning. I think the only place that reminds me of a resort, maybe it's just me, but it kind of reminds me of a resort. Is yeah. And it, maybe it's the harbor. Maybe it's the marina. And um, now we have a lot of people on the on the podcast and on the video here. Uh, who are from Mississauga, so they'll, they'll know what we're talking about. But there are also a large group of people who are not from here locally. So this hopefully will be an informative session so that they know that the next time that they're in the GTA, they got to come out and check out Port Credit. And, I, and I'm not just saying that because we go down there no, all the time. There's wonderful to walk. Um, we've got oh. our parks everywhere. One of the notes that I placed down, you know, we can talk about the development, we can talk about the changing Mm -hmm. things, but I think what is more attractive, at least for me, because I already live here, uh, are the festivals and the community events that we have. Um, So there there are a lot. There are so many. Yes. Um, We are seeing them come back again. We had a little bit of a lull, obviously, with Uh, COVID and everything that has happened in the world. Um, But we are seeing things come back. And this year we had an incredible Canada Day celebration, which is huge. It's actually, Mm -hmm. I think, um, if not the biggest in Ontario, it's quite large, um, Mm -hmm. for sure in the GTA. People come from all over. We have the entire street shut down on Lakeshore. It's walkable. We have a parade um and and music and all sorts of great things that uh sometimes last the weekend so 
Um, really supported by a lot of local businesses like La Villa Bakery, which is a staple in our community. They do a massive cake every year at the end of the, the um, parade. And then we've got Southside Shuffle. Those are our two kind of biggest. I, I was going to say, I've been to the Southside Shuffle, mm -hmm. uh, jazz, jazz and Blues, I guess, festival. Yeah. And it, uh, again, I know it was shut down for COVID for a couple of years, but in the past, yeah. I've been there. Amazing. Like mm -hmm. all these acts, all these performers, uh, just uh, everything you could possibly want. And it's all very compact. It's all very walkable. Yeah, tons we shut down the streets and tons lots of, people. of the bars. Bars yes. will open up, even patios, uh, which is great. And that's another, I would say, you know, very, when you say resort, I think, yeah, we're kind of like a little, I think kind of European town because we will shut down the streets quite a bit in the summer to allow for vendors uh, to come and perform in the streets. So whether it's something like Buskerfest, which unfortunately didn't happen this year, but we'll Busker be back. Buskerfest, there's another yeah. one, yes. Or yes. Um, the Southside Shuffle, they have yeah. uh, patios that will come in and or be built and roads shut down so that we can have music at either end, bouncy castles, that sort of thing. So it is a family affair. On top of that, our our patios are actually built into the walkways. So we yes, have extra boardwalks that are put in place to really encourage, you know, people to come into Port Credit to visit, to tour and to spend their time at the restaurants outdoors and that sort of thing. So that's a big push for us uh, on the BIA to create um, that culture of coming and sharing in you know what we enjoy which is i always say it's my little saying i say it's cooler by the lake and it's um it's one of those things where it is uh, it's it's cooler because of temperature but it is yeah. kind of cool to be by the lake as well it does feel like you're on a holiday and if you are looking to escape the hustle and bustle to get your car park it and well, just be walking by and get an ice cream I'll tell or you, that sort of thing. When, when you talk about shutting down the streets and stuff, I cannot imagine that happen. Maybe a little bit in Streetsville. They do they do shut down a couple mm -hmm. of things, but yep. not not anywhere near as much as in Port Credit. I can't imagine it anywhere else. Like around square one, forget it. You would have chaos completely. Yeah. It's um, a little bit more smaller because we are blocked in by the lake and the river. Right, right. We do have physical barriers that make it a right. destination spot it's a, not really a throughway. um really people don't come to port credit credit normally to get from let's say east to west they're generally coming for the actual location right. um if they're going to go east to west you're probably going to take the qew or the go train so sure. it really is more of a destination sure. space and that's kind of where we get that jewel of of mississauga kind of that resort feeling or that vacation vibe right. Tell me a little bit about the BIA, because honestly, I don't know much about it. I know that you are in the lighthouse. I know your offices are there. Yes. What, what is the mandate? What do you guys do at the BIA? Well, the, you know, I am new to the BIA. I've just joined uh, at the beginning of this year. So this is my 11th or 10th month. Um, but the biggest thing really is there, our mandate is to, we have a few, so we have different committees. Um, one is beautification. So we have a whole team mm -hmm. that's dedicated to making port credit beautiful. And that might be, that's you good. know, ensuring garbage cleanup, or it might actually be in the form of art installations, um, and wow. that sort of thing. We also organize events to help draw and support 
local businesses uh, growth. And throughout Port Credit's, um, you know, struggles in COVID as we all had, it was important that we shifted from on or in person to online as we all did. Um, so really showcasing their businesses, what their offerings are and how these businesses can provide value if they didn't have that, you know, online presence before a lot of them were walkable, you know, knickknack stores or paint stores or mm. restaurants, and didn't have that online infrastructure set up. So the BIA really helped to support those businesses get either online or showcase them through um, social media, that sort of thing. Oh, okay. In addition to the businesses things and the community things, um, we do have the um, sponsorship of certain events like Southside Shuffle, like Canada Day, Paint the Town Red, and like the Farmer's Market. Um, so those are things that Port uh, Credit BIA is involved in, as well as different other uh, installations that are different than um, necessarily just, you know, wrapping a utility box or painting a wall, we do things like the bicycles that you may see around mm -hmm. that are significant to, um, you know, the culture of away from the car mentality. So we are promoting uh, a walkable and more active kind of lifestyle. Um, we also have work in partnership with things like the city or partners like the city of Mississauga, to uh, communicate and advocate on behalf of businesses when it comes to transportation and developments that are coming. We work with the developments of big, big projects like the Brightwater Project to make sure yes. that we are taking into account the existing businesses and the existing community. So we are really here for advocacy. We also um, are responsible or in partnership with the city of Mississauga to ensure safety. So on evenings, we have police officers patrolling to ensure that late at night, our, our community members and our family members are safe. Um, so there's a lot involved actually with the BIA um, beyond just, uh, you know, representing the businesses. But we also, one thing that's really great that's coming back again, um, more regularly will be our networking events. And those happen uh -huh. oftentimes in the morning for breakfast and then also in the evenings uh, where we will showcase a particular business they can host, wow. all the other businesses and association and showcase maybe a little bit of their offerings. So it's a great opportunity to really get to know people, to you know share That's your great. love for Port Credit and yep. also showcase your own business. Um, so there's, so, there's quite a bit, there's quite a bit there. So if you, if you're a business owner and you, I'm assuming you have to be located in port credit, you, yes. in order, okay. So how do you, how do you reach out to the BIA to be, to get busy with them? How do you, how do you, how does a, someone opens yeah. a, a new uh, coffee shop and they want mm -hmm. to, they want to be a part of what's happening at the BIA? How, what do they do? Yeah, so you can reach out to someone like myself, or you can go right onto the BIA's website and you do have to ensure that you are, uh, you know, owning a business within the specific area that Stri is strictly, strictly very strict. Yes. Right, right. Um, and there are rules and guidelines as to how to be involved. But once you are, you know, in that area, generally speaking, we would just get you connected with the actual board. Um, so I'm on the board of directors and then we actually have a BIA um, staff. So we have a staff, I believe of sure. four individuals right now. 
and they would then you know welcome you to the BIA um, that's great membership there that is, is directories there's um yeah a great way to showcase your business through their social media challenges or sorry um uh channels and you know really get that attention to your like that's, new coffee shop or whatever it would be maybe that's mm-hmm. why all the businesses down there seem to be flourishing so much I know uh, we every- do have a very tight community and oh. the support local is extremely important to so many of us for sure. I know I, we were talking last week and we went to just a pizza place. I guess I can say the name pa- Papa Giuseppe's. We've been there a few mm-hmm. times. Great place. Just a pizza place, but it's really good. And it was a Wednesday night and it was packed, packed. Mm-hmm. Like there were, we got yeah. in right away, but there were people behind us that had to wait because it, on a Wednesday night, in September, mm-hmm. this was back in a couple of weeks ago. Yep. And so that, I mean, that's not this, it's not the same way in different parts of Mississauga or different parts of the GTA. So something's working, something's working. Yeah. And, and I know anecdotally from many people that, yeah, the biggest problem is to get a seat in those restaurants. And there's many, many restaurants. I mean, there's, mm-hmm. you know, Snug Harbor's a, a famous one, I'm sure. A lot of people know about that. It's right out on the water, but there's many. I mean, mm-hmm. there's, there's uh, Greek restaurants, there's, many Italian restaurants, some really couple of really nice ones. And there's everything from, you know, my favorite sunset grill, which is a chain, but for some reason, the one in Port Credit just seems to be the most comfortable one to, uh, also you've got a view of the river. I mean, you can sit there, you know, that's the thing with the, with Port Credit, you're not just on the lake, you've got the river there as well, which creates a totally different experience with swans, the ducks, swans, people the ducks, in kayaks. And it's just amazing. It's, all it's, sorts of boating happening, all sorts yeah. of water activity. Um, you know, it's absolutely a unique place because of the river and the, right. um, the lake. All right. <laughs> we don't want to butter it up too much here. I mean, it is a nice place. It is honestly mm-hmm. my favorite my favorite part. Now we can talk a little bit about the future because there's a couple of major, major things happening. You mentioned Brightwater, mm-hmm. which is a yes. large, a large development taking place mm-hmm. at the corner of Lakeshore Road West and Mississauga Road. And it's already you under construction, it. multi-year, multiple tower. We've got condos. I believe there's rentals, there's offices, there's commercial. I'm pretty sure it's a huge, yes. huge project that's going to go on for years. And mm-hmm. uh, that's a big one. We, we could talk about that. But there's also at the other end of, well, at, at, at the corner of uh, here, Ontario, the Mississauga Hazel McCallion uh, LRT, which is currently under construction. And the southern terminus of that LRT is in Port Credit at the Port Credit GO station. And yes. I can tell you that's been our construction for a while. And mm-hmm. if you're driving through there, it's not so easy right now, but it's a temporary, you know, temporary pain for a uh, uh, a major gain, I guess, down the road. So you want to comment a little bit about those, Brightwater and the LRT? Yeah, so the LRT is, um, you know, being placed there because we don't really have too much going north to south. And because right. we know that we are the jewel of Mississauga, transportation <laughs> will be very important to have. And we do have they the must, train station They there must too. love you. They must love you. Okay, all right. <laughs> Nobody yes. knows I'm doing this. Um, so, you know, I, I do, I am a self-proclaimed Port Credit super fan. Like you said in the intro, I live here, I work here, I'm on the board of directors, I'm on the board of directors in my son's, my daughter's school, I, um, have office space here. It's very important to me to be part of the community and be giving back. That's, That's great. Um, so it's very important to me that 
I mean, I named my business Port Credit Mortgages after the place that we live. So it's not just, you know, where I live, it's really part of who I am and what I believe in. So, um, you know, the, to go back to the LRT, it is north to south, which is very important for commuters. It's also very important to bring more tourists here to help support these businesses. Um, infrastructure is key. Uh, when you have a development like Brightwater, uh, to your point, we also will be looking to east to west as well to connect communities from Lakeview to um, oh, to uh, Clarkson and in some form of development over in the next while. Stay tuned for that. Okay. Um, but that will be in addition to supporting the GO train traffic and for more local. But when you have 2,500 condos being built, that's the amount of units in oh, Brightwater alone. It's, it's a huge 400, 400 townhomes uh, and 300,000 square feet of commercial uh, space. You really do need to have infrastructure in place to support that. So that is the mandate yes. of the city yes. and the province. Um, and that's actually 18 acres of waterfront. So we're talking about major developments. We're talking about parks. We're talking about community center. Possibly, I've heard a farm boy, LCBO, oh. potentially a new school. Um, wow. So there's all sorts of wonderful things that are beyond just the amount of volume that we will be seeing, um, which I think is absolutely phenomenal. Personally, I'm all for change and development. Um, as a resident here, I know that there are mixed feelings, but for me, the more the merrier. Traffic is <laughs> going to get be a we conversation. Can, we but can I don't get ever, into this because I will, okay. I'm not going to because right, my opinion is right. very different than the mainstream. You won't see me in a Facebook group complaining. <laughs> I think the more people we can have in our world, the better it can be. You and I what? do think that this world here in Port Credit is a walking community. And if we get up off our tushies and get our feet moving, we will have a very happy life of walking on the waterfront. And there's more than enough room in 18 acres for us all to walk around with a picnic blanket and a smile on our faces. I agree. Um, they, and then, you know, it's a beautiful place to be. So there is going to be a walking bridge as well that will be going just south of the train tracks and just north of the bridge so that if you are on the side that you're referring to there with um, with um, uh, Sunset Grill, pardon oh, me, okay. and you want to get over to the GO train and you aren't that far south, you're just a little bit more north, yeah. you can just walk right on over um, and it will be designed in a different way. There's the, We had two options of design. One was um, to similar to that of the Humber Bridge, if you know the walking bridge there. I do. Very beautiful. It is. Um, but our... our um, choice was to make a, something a little bit more port credit e and as you say back to the trains um you know we're going to have it symbol uh or in creation in in similar design to that of the train tracks so it'll be a very unique walking bridge and oh, it will cool. be very cool and it will help to alleviate some of the traffic that we will be experiencing for sure undeniably but maybe that means if you're looking to live in this area that you consider your bicycle, you consider the waterfront trails and the walking and the go train and all of this wonderful um, infrastructure that we are currently creating um, to help support wow. the community. Wow. Okay. I didn't know that either. That's, that's mm -hmm. interesting. So, and that's a great idea because I know that single bridge on Lakeshore that goes across there is super packed on a, on a, in a summer uh, weekend. Man, it's like you are in, I don't know, Miami or something, Miami Beach. There's 
literally hundreds and hundreds of people <laughs> going in both directions and lots of car traffic as well. So that's a great idea. It is. Yeah. And yeah. We won't get into the whole NIMBY thing. Um, I'm with you on this, actually. I am. Uh, Port Credit is it's still going to maintain that small town vibe, that small resort yes. vibe. And, but you're right. You have to grow. And let's face it, where Brightwater is going in, we know what was there before. It's been yeah, a, a it was, brownfield. It was and ugly. Be, before that, was it? A, I think it was a, an oil refinery years That's and years correct. ago. Yeah, so that so environmentally, you, right. we are actually cleaning up the soil and making it more beautiful. Of course, we yeah. are really increasing the green space, yeah. and we are giving more opportunity for businesses to develop and for the community to have more space to enjoy. So, and and before it was all That's barbed wired off and, and yes, that sort of for thing. years, and, for years. And to be honest, the the soil wasn't safe. So I believe it. it's just sitting there, right? So yes, change. Yes, it's a lot, but um, I think over time, and these are also phased out. So you know, the first ones right. say they'll be ready in May for move in of twenty twenty three. We'll I mean, see. that's phase one. We'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah. You know, then we've got the next phase that was just released in spring of twenty twenty one for sale, but it won't be built. So we're talking 10, 15 years. Yes. You're not going to see Long the traffic time. change um, immediately, but what you will start to see is people investing more here, which when we have people investing time and energy, that's always a great thing in my opinion. Of course, it's just an opinion. I agree. Um, yeah. One more thing I will say that we have here that is coming, and I'm very excited about this. It's something that um, Councillor Dasco has been working on for a while here in Port Credit, and that is um, in the Memorial Park area. Yes. A walking path or footpath for the summer and a um, ice rink or ice walkway in the winter. So it will be um, designated area within Memorial Park that is a loop. So you will be able to skate in outside. Um, outside. outside. Yes, there is wow. the arena inside, but it will be an outside in uh, there. place. I've been yeah. skating there, yes. Yeah, and it's beautiful. And it will be a, a, a nice loop where you can exercise and be with your family and be outdoors in the idea. winter. Yeah, and in the summer, it'll be a beautiful walking path. So there's that's going to be in the, um, if they're saying in 2023 season. So I suspect we should see that January, February um, in Memorial Park, which is just another reason to get outside and enjoy um, nope. Port Credit in the winter. You know what? I was just going to say that the the nice thing about Port Credit, and we're in Canada, obviously. Mm -hmm. So, but in Port Credit, it's very there's a lot of stuff to do in the summer, but not just in the summer. There's also a lot of things to do in the winter. We used to Absolutely. go to the mem memorial. Uh, what do they call it? Memorial Gardens, the arena, the arena, and yep. we, we used to go uh, to the public uh, skating sessions regularly mm -hmm. when I was a yep. little younger. But uh, <laughs> but we used to go there all the time. So it's yeah, wonderful. my my son is on the in the Port Credit Hockey Association. Great. Um, we've Great. also got winter in the port, which is a festival all winter long. We also have um, this ice sculptures that come uh, yes, that get designed right. there, which is quite beautiful. Yeah. And of course, the park spaces are always open as long as it's safe to walk by the river as well as walk by the right. the lake. So there's quite a bit actually in the winter. Um, and all often the patios now will stay open with heaters as well. So yes. if you yes. are so bold and inclined, you can sit um, you know, on the lake shore and enjoy the area as well. So there really is um, so much happening um, that you can benefit you know, from. You're, you're absolutely right. And um, 
now you guys have not gone the route of of like square one you you're, there's never going to be 50 story condos in port credit i i'll make that bold prediction maybe mm. right may, well may, maybe i right, wonder what brightwater is well, to be honest i i i suspect I we're pretty high but maybe not 50, not 50. stories and there might no. be one maybe by the gold train maybe right by the transit yeah. i could see you know what i would say to that Okay. I'm going to quote my fellow Canadian and uh, Stratford, Ontario, Justin oh. Bieber, and say, never say never. Because <laughs> oh. um, I think yeah. uh, you We're never We're going to get know. in trouble here. We're going to get in trouble. <laughs> you never know what could happen. And uh, I think it's just a matter of keeping an open mind and remembering, you know, that we were a village at one point. Right. Um, you know, that culturally is important to the area. But also, so is, you know, development. And one of the biggest concerns we have in this country right now is the housing shortage. Um, you know, well, as a mortgage broker, uh, I very am uh, passionate well, about this subject about building and construction and you know, making, you know, more affordable homes. We, we could talk and, about that at length because I'm, again, mm -hmm. I, I agree 100%. There's a fundamental imbalance, not just in Port Credit, not just in Mississauga or the GTA, but in Canada. Mm -hmm. Uh, yes. there's more demand for housing than there is supply. And that's a mm -hmm. good problem. That's a good problem to have, but there's, I mean, they've done, they've tried a bunch of things to kill the demand, but that's not really going to work, especially with high levels of immigration. I don't want to get us off track here, right? But, but increasing the supply really at the end of the day is the solution. If they Absolutely. could build a million new residences in the GTA overnight, guess what? Our problems would be solved. Prices would come down. Rental mm -hmm. prices would come down because, but we, and you don't need an MBA to figure this out. You've got mm -hmm. more, de more demand than there is supply. And mm -hmm. the problem is you've got different levels of government involved, the feds, the province, municipal uh, governments across Canada. And they're not really in sync. Let's be fair. They're not really in sync. Everybody's trying to do things. And I think there's, there's now an awareness, uh, especially at the municipal level in the GTA, not just in Mississauga, but finally in Toronto too, where they're looking at, wait a minute, we got to do something here. You know, this is just, yeah. you know, where you got to the, and we're in a bit of a real estate uh, correction here. I have no idea where we're headed, I but, know. We're, but we're down a bit, but that's not necessarily a bad thing uh, because everybody was saying it was unsustainable. And I can tell you from my end as a, as a, as a real estate agent, that port credit has always been in demand. Like it's always been always on always yep. electric yep. there's exactly and uh and the housing stock there's not a whole lot to choose from again it's a smaller area there's yes. a few there's a few high rises uh in port credit some rentals and a few condos but they're not they're like 12 stories you know they're not yep. huge and and in a way it's good to protect a little bit of that small town vibe but you're absolutely right that we're at a point now where we have to do something and especially mm -hmm. around a transit node to me that's Right there, they, they want to get people out of cars and you've got a go train, you know, now you've got an LRT stop right there. That to me seems like that would be a pretty appropriate place to build some density, you know, sensitively, you know, you know, you don't want a concrete, I don't want to get us all political here because we'll get in trouble. I'm telling you, there's mm -hmm. going to be people, oh, in but that I'm That's with okay. you. People always have something to say. Oh, NIMBYs, you know, we, yeah, everybody, it's all good. right. It is. And, uh, but it is a lovely part of town. And I'm really impressed with what you guys at the BIA are doing. I think that's, I know there's BIAs in different parts of the city, but I don't think anyone is quite as active as you guys might be. 
Uh, I mean, it's noticeable when you drive in there. It's like, wow, look at all those flowers. Look at those lampposts. Everything looks great. It's always the pretty clean. are quite nice. Yeah. The beautification yeah. committee at RBIA, I will say, like what, whether we compare or not compare, that's a totally different conversation. But right. when we take a look at the businesses and the individuals on the board of directors that are part of the beautification committee, right. um, it really is hours and hours of time and energy and effort that's put into it. It's very interesting to know that they are not paid. We are not paid. We are just doing it because we say. genuinely love it. And there's really no business benefit, I would say, for me as a mortgage broker to be on the BIA. Truly, so it, it's a lot the, of time. Um, yes. And it truly is people volunteer that care. Time. It's, it's a, volunteer time, it's care, and it's genuinely wanting to see, you know, the area that we live and work in to be working well. Mm. Um, and we welcome feedback. We have an AGM coming up in November. We are always interested in looking at new membership and involvement on the board, as well as, you know, just Excellent. as a actual member of the community, um, because people often want to have an opinion, but they don't want to do the efforts and put their hands up and say, we want a solution right. as well. So it's a great opportunity to get involved. It's something I'm very passionate about. Um, and it is, uh, you know, time consuming in a very good way, and in a very positive way. So the BIA, and, just, just so mm -hmm. I got this straight, it's a, it's a nonprofit. The BIA is a nonprofit, correct? Or is it a for-profit company? I don't know. I would say it's, um, oh, I would say it's nonprofit, but I know we're not profiting, but I don't know if it's designated as a nonprofit okay. association. Okay. We are like the, like a level of government involvement. You have, you mentioned so we Steve have advocacy. Yeah. So well, you got, we you do, got that connection. He's yeah. He's a member of the board okay. as well, but, right. um, we are at, in advocacy for, this particular part of the community so gotcha. um you know gotcha. yeah i don't know if it would be volunteer i can look into that for clarification it's okay. um yeah but ultimately we're not profiting <laughs> it is all volunteer well, and it's all people who just genuinely want to see it's not um, always it's not always about profit and money really we're oh, talking no. about quality of life we're talking about where we live, right? Live, yes. work, and play. And if we're not right. going to be taking care of that, then, well, you know, like what's I say, the point? I'm down there. We're down there all the time. And uh, I mean, there's places we haven't mentioned, like the rhododendron gardens to me. Mm -hmm. in, in the month of May, you go down there and it's just this riot of Beautiful. pink flowers. It's amazing. It's amazing. It really is. And yeah. that, that walk out from the pier behind Snug Harbor. Uh, Absolutely. Just and the boats are going by, some big boats too. Yeah, we've got the Terry Fox run that starts at the lighthouse every year. We've That's right. Got, um, That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, suicide awareness in the month of June. Uh, we've got um, the farmers market every Saturday uh, in Port Credit in the the um, LCBO parking lot. We've also got um, it's called Port Market, which is at here Ontario and Lakeshore. And that is Saturdays and Sundays from two until five, where we have live music. It's free. People sit on the grass and oh, enjoy. I bet you we that. had, yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. had symphony in the park this year, which was really well received. Oh, I didn't um, know one year, one of the weeks was all Beatles classics and people were just dancing at like out there oh. from live covers. And it's just a beautiful area for entertainment. Um, really, truly. One last thing I'll leave you with. If you haven't been to Stonehooker Brewery, um, it is uh, in Lakeview, which is a little outside of the region. But yeah. reason why I'm bringing it up is the history conversation of what stone hooking is. 
Um, stone hooking is very important to the um, the history of Port Credit specifically because we do have the harbor. And what that was is when ships would go out, they were called stone hookers, and they would go out in the 1800s and bring in the rocks from the bottom of Lake Ontario bring them in um, to the harbor and utilize those to build things like the roads that you see, the bridge and that sort of thing. Um, so although Stonehugger technically from a geographical perspective for size, because they're so big, they needed more space, is in Lakeview. They are a part of the history of Port Credit and the owner, um, you know, the founder lives in Port Credit and the history of Port Credit is very important to him and his business and stone hooking is a huge part of how, you know, That's Toronto so was built and that sort of thing yes. from the roads and that, and that. So it was a big part of the, um, you know, industrialization wow. or, uh, you know, infrastructure in the very beginning of the GTA before it was um, what it is today. So that, that's very interesting. And it's funny mm -hmm. you bring up the microbreweries because there's another one too, I think right on Mississauga Road. Yeah, right Old, off of that's actually yep. three doors down this way and two that oh, way. I'm gonna have to yeah. check both those out. I, I yeah, yeah. I well, Old Credit has been it's Old actually Credit. that's it. Yeah, yeah. Old Credit, and there is um only two in Mississauga, believe it or not. So, uh, at least there were six months ago. That may have changed, but Old Credit has been around for a very long time. Okay. It is true to its name and um a very strong member in the community as well. So there's Old Credit on Mississauga Road and Stone Hooker uh, on mm -hmm. Lakeshore going a little bit east. I'll have to check that's that correct. out. Yeah, that's very yeah. cool. Beautiful patios, um, grass green. You can bring your dog. They're very dog friendly. Go for a um, tour, sampling. Go for a tour. Oh, mm -hmm. my God. Okay, I got to go now. I have to go on a, uh, a tour of one of the <laughs> microbreweries, maybe both. <laughs> that's so interesting. And you know what? That's so in character. A microbrewery would be so in character with Port Credit. Like that's, that's perfect match, I think, uh, where you've got that small kind of a boutique feel to so many things. Not a Absolutely. lot of huge, not a lot of huge chain stores, unless you go perhaps a little. There really less. aren't, yeah. there really aren't any. It's part of our mandate as well to have small local shops, community, that sort of thing. We have had some bigger stores try to get in. Right. Uh, they've got the space and a very long lease life. Um, but they are um, not actually open for business. So right. we really do focus on the yep. smaller community-owned businesses. I think that's a, the number one thing to keep that character uh, mm -hmm. tr true. So that's so interesting, Em. Thank you so much. Uh, we welcome. covered a little bit of ground here. We got a little bit controversial there briefly, <laughs> uh, but that's the world we live in. And I wish you nothing uh, but success. Uh, thank you so much for coming on board today. Uh, you're oh, welcome. Thanks you're, for having me. Uh, it was fun. You're welcome to come back anytime. Oh, and, well, thank um, you. All right. Maybe I'll bump into you sometime. You never know. I'll be standing, I'm sure you will. standing in line at some microbrewery and uh, you'll be there, there ahead of me or something or, or in <laughs> a good restaurant. And listen, folks, if you haven't been to Port Credit, if you're in Toronto and maybe you don't come out to the wilds of Mississauga too often, you really owe it to yourself to come out, uh, especially uh, when the weather's warmer, but not necessarily only when the weather's warmer, because it is a beautiful place. And let me tell you, you come down there, especially by the marina, by the harbor, uh, you go, you'll see the lighthouse right away and you'll be hooked. You, you know, you're, you're going to, it'll be a favorite place of yours. I guarantee it. If you're somewhere else in Ontario or anywhere else in the world listening to this, uh, I, I'll give you a shameless plug here that uh, Port Credit is definitely worth checking out. So thank you, Em. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for being on board today. 
And oh, we'll, my pleasure. we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. Have a great day. Okay. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode, the Randy Selzer Real Estate Podcast. Follow us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And check out our main website at randyselzer.com for much more valuable info on the Canadian real estate scene.